Welcome to my podcast. I'm Libby Rothschild of Business Branding and Building. I'm a registered dietitian certified personal trainer. I've been a certified personal trainer for over 10 years. And as a registered dietitian, I manage nine streams of income. I am here to help you position yourself as an expert among your niche, make a lasting impact, and manage multiple streams of income as well. Join us, join me and our guests, and get inspired. Hello and welcome. Today I'm going to do something a little bit differently. I'm going to answer a question that I got because it's similar to many other kinds of questions. So I'm noticing with the whole market research category that a lot of people, a lot of dietitians and nutrition professionals who I help have similar questions. So the best way to really go about this would be to answer in a podcast. And then that way I can refer back to this episode when I have people email me, DM me and comment on my content with the similar line of questions. So today I want to answer an email question. I'm just going to read a little portion of it. I do want to keep it anonymous because, you know, I want you to feel comfortable asking me questions and I will only reveal content about you if you tell me that that's okay to keep it public. So here's the question. I had an Instagram I started for personal, for professional use, but I didn't feel use, it didn't feel useful, so I froze it. I've had trouble wrapping my head around what purpose and role there was in social media. Although I know in theory a presence there is necessary. Therefore, I was motivated to reach out to you and ask you for thoughts on some of these topics if you have the time. You know, this person's goal is organization and purpose. Really great great questions, so I just want to start off by saying thank you. Thank you to everybody who messages me, comments on my posts, and sends me emails because I do get quite a bit of questions around this line of content. And I'm going to answer today, I'm going to start off by saying, okay, what is the purpose or role in social media? That's going to be today's topic. So, I completely understand where this dietitian is coming from, and she's also said that she has a little bit of a hard time with technology, she's a mom, you know, I understand that. So let me first talk about my experience with Instagram and a little bit of a reflection because I do think storytelling is is an important aspect of connecting with my audience, and, and I want to humanize this answer. All right, so when I first started Instagram... I really had no idea about its potential. And again, you can say the same for for Facebook and for podcasting. You know, I'm newer with podcasting than I am with Instagram. But any type of social media platform, whichever one you might use, whichever one that you feel attracts your ideal client most effectively and that can showcase your strengths, has the potential to make what you do global. So I really, you know, about a year and a half ago or so when I first started Instagram, I had no idea how effective this platform could be. And I've made a business um, where I'm able to increase my, my revenue streams. I'm able to make more money in different ways because of my online presence. I would have never been able to do that without using Instagram as a platform. Now, I just don't want to, I don't want to focus on money here because it's, it's brought me joy 
And it's also brought me professional opportunities as well as enhanced my personal brand for the long term. And these are all really important aspects when you're thinking about how should I invest in my time? So when you're thinking about purpose, I'd like to say, I'd like to encourage you to first think, what's your end goal? So I remember when I first started my Instagram account, because again, I can relate with this question. Like, what's the purpose? She's she's clearly like having some struggles. She says she created an account. She froze it. She's having reservations. She wants to gain clarity, organization, intention. Those are all really good concepts to keep in mind. So when I first started mine, here's exactly how it happened. I kind of was flying under the radar and I was keeping a lot of things to myself, my successes, my small and my big wins. And I, I kind of turned into a little bit of a hermit. And, and it's funny because if you if you know me now or if you know me in any context, I don't think people would describe me as a hermit, but I really just wasn't sure how to communicate what I was doing. And I attribute, you know, my ability to communicate and expand what I do on a global level to Instagram. And again, you can replace the word Instagram for another platform. Like maybe you've really um, found success with Twitter or, or another medium and that's fine. I'm just using Instagram for the purpose of my personal story. So what happened was I had re uh, uh, um, gotten in touch again with a friend of mine who was in my first career. I'm a, for, I'm a personal trainer, my friend Melissa. And she asked me to fill in and do a speaking event with her a, a year and change ago. I was over a year and a half ago. And we had caught up. Uh, she's in public health, and we both were personal trainers together for several years. And we were pretty close back then. We've also gotten close again now. And she asked me all about what I was doing as a dietitian At the time, just to provide some context, I had no social media presence whatsoever. Personal Facebook, that's it. And I wasn't putting anything about my profession on my personal Facebook. I wasn't even using LinkedIn well. I mean, I have a LinkedIn and that's it. So when Melissa and I had gotten together and caught up, uh, she wanted to know all about what I was up to. And when I had told her like, oh, you know, I'm creating curriculum for a dental grant, I'm also creating a project and a curriculum um, for my department, which at the time was pediatrics. And I was telling her about these initiatives that I was asked to be a faculty speaker for nutrition and her jaw literally dropped. And Melissa had said to me, like, where's your website? And I said, I don't have one. And she said, where's your social media? And I said, well, I just have like my personal Facebook. And she said, well, why don't you post anything on there? And I told her, I said, my Facebook is for my friends. It's not a business thing. And then she said, okay, so why don't you make one? Why don't you do Instagram? It's easy. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, I was full of excuses. And here's what I said. I had very much limiting beliefs. I said to Melissa, I've done it before and failed. It's too hard. I don't have time, right? I came up with all these excuses and Melissa handled it really well. Thank you, Melissa. Shout out. And she, she just said, okay, you know, she wasn't going to sit there and force me. She just listened. And I reflected, I went home that night uh, after we had hung out, networked and connected. And, and I thought about what she said and I reflected on my past. And I had realized at that moment that the only person holding me back was myself. And I had lim serious limiting beliefs. And the fact that she was so encouraging by saying to me, you know, why don't you share a little bit about what you're doing? I still felt a disconnect. I was like, gosh, I don't know how. 
So what I decided to do was start an Instagram. And I did. I started it as Productive Dietitian. And with that handle, I kind of had, uh, you know, I, I, st- I started by having no idea who I was talking to. The only thing I knew I was doing was talking about nutrition. I thought to myself, what do I post? Who do I post it for? Who am I talking to? What do I want out of this? I'm going to be honest with you. I had no idea. And it took me a while. But w- the positive thing about this story is that I realized and recognized that I needed to start an account. And then with time, I evolved. So I went from posting and trying to create something that was somewhat aesthetically pleasing, which is, which is true of Instagram. You want to have something that, that flows and something that's beautiful to cause attention and to get engagement. But more importantly than that, you want to create content that's really going to solve a problem of your ideal client. And before you can do that, you have to identify who your ideal client is. And in order to identify your ideal client, you're going to have to sit and brainstorm and critically think. So throughout this entire process of critically thinking, you know, understanding who you can help, evaluating your strengths and knowing how you can come in and solve people's problems, that journey doesn't happen overnight. So it's okay to start and not have it figured out, but it's definitely not advised, it's not advisable to hold yourself back from starting at all. I don't regret for one minute starting out and having a lack of direction because me starting was a really big deal. Because for years, I mean, I've been a dietitian for over three years. I think it's coming up on on four years now. And I barely started my account. I mean, I could have had an Instagram feed when I was studying to be a dietitian. I could have had social media years ago. And what I did was I, I was just basking in my limiting beliefs. And I share this story with you because I did choose to surround myself by someone like Melissa, who is a mentor and she's positive and she supported me. And I encourage you to also think You know, who can you be around? Who can you spend more time with that will inspire and support and encourage you? That's number one. And number two, can you identify your limiting beliefs? Because the moment that you can, the moment that you realize you're making excuses uh, and you allow yourself to fail in some capacity, that's the moment that you're able to get one step closer to identifying your purpose. So finding your purpose is a hard question, right? Like, what am I here for? What do I want to do? And my reflection is simply to show you that I didn't know, even though I had clarity in my professional life and things were going great. I was already, you know, managing seven streams of income before I started my Instagram feed. I still held myself back. And I mean, I think, you know, when you think about it, you know, top people in the world, men and women, they still talk about their limiting beliefs, even at higher levels. What I mean by that is higher levels of success. So I think that we, we still want to make sure, I want to encourage you to take a look at your actions and your behavior and your goals and ask yourself, you know, where am I willing to sit down and actually take some time to invest my, you know, energy in my business? And when you are really ready, identifying your purpose is going to take time. It did for me. Okay, but what made it more fluid and what made it really fun is that I did make it a priority. So when I started my Instagram, I was ready. 
So when I started it, it took me, you know, six months or so. I invested in a course. I invested, I started networking with the community. And then when I did finally grow to 10,000 followers, I fine-tuned more of my purpose. I got more clear with my focus. And in that time, I was able to pitch what I do to my target audience, which are dietitians, and help them. So my story is to show you that I didn't start with a purpose. I didn't know exactly who I was going to help. I kind of figured it out as I went along. So I think if, you, if you're telling yourself that you're not exactly sure what your end goal is or what your purpose is or what social media's purpose is, I want to encourage you and tell you that that is a limiting belief. And if you allow yourself to step back and really just try and experiment, uh, that's really what's going to help. And of course, I'm not asking you to blindly experiment. I do think investing in mentors, masterminds, groups, etc. is a great way to, you know, help you with the, the mental support, the emotional support and the strategy, right? So every time you have a strategy in business, that's going to help you um, set yourself apart. So just like your budget, think about your monthly expenses. You know, you might have X amount of money for rent, X for groceries, and you might um, earmark a certain amount for entertainment. So some of us are better than others with budget. And that's I understand that. But you still have, I'm assuming somewhat of a loose framework or a strategy for how you're going to allocate your funds. And that is no different than Instagram. So you have a strategy for how much time you want to spend. You have a strategy for what kind of content you want to create. You're aware and clear of who you're marketing for. And so when you first start out, all of what I'm explaining is not as crystal clear, perhaps, but with time and dedication and focus, it will become more clear. So if you want to make money, if Instagram is a part of your brand, which it should be, if not Instagram, another social media platform, it's going to help you increase opportunities. So I've been asked to speak. I've, uh, I coach dietitians just purely from that send me direct messages from Instagram. I don't pay for ads. Um, and then I, yeah, I, I sell my courses and I sell my coaching services. So you could consider that a digital product and, and then a service all from using Instagram. And I have clients from all over the world, dietitians. I help dietitians in Australia, in America, in New York, near and far. And what's beautiful and amazing about this is that I started having, you know, just, <laughs> I started with not exactly knowing that this is what I would do. So what I want to encourage you today is that with your purpose, think more about what's your strategy and then realize that the purpose is part of the journey. And when you're an entrepreneur, I want to encourage you to enjoy the journey as much as the destination because your process to achieve a certain result or a certain smarkle that you set or a certain you know projection that you have that process, if you are a business person and this is what you do, you're going to have to repeat that process in many different ways, shapes, and forms. So if you don't love that process, then being an entrepreneur is not for you. Because part of being a business owner and creating ideas and concepts is failing. And so you're going to try something, it's not going to work. You're going to try something else, it's not going to work. You're going to try something else, it's not going to work. This cycle will continue and continue. But when you learn and understand to persevere, and then when you also can enjoy aspects of this nonlinear process, 
that's what's going to help give you the motivation and courage to replicate that that again. And when I say that, I, I mean that journey. So you have to enjoy the journey as much or even more than the end result. And I can tell you, I love the journey. Like I love trying to figure things out. I love the concepts. And then once I reach success, that could be monetary. It could be you know, um, an influencer success, it could be landing some kind of a speaking gig or proposal or making X amount of dollars when I launch a course or getting high end t- high ticket client, high ticket offer. Like that's all great. But that to me doesn't mean as much as understanding how did I get there? Because when you know how you got there and maybe not all the specifics, but you understand the framework and the steps that can be repeated And that's what's going to make you stand out. That's what an entrepreneur is. They understand the steps of how to get somewhere and they're able to replicate that in another way, shape or form in order to do it again. And that's how I'm able to maintain nine streams of income because I take the process of how I approach one task, one pitch, one speaking gig, and then I take that and I say, all right, how can I do that in another way? How can I take the way that I approach speaking? How can I take that with the way I approach my content on Instagram? How can I take the way I approach networking, which I happen to be good at? How can I take that and approach that with, you know, creating a course for academic scholars, for academic residents, and then I just keep repeating, repeating, repeating. And that journey is what helps bring me along. So in conclusion, Purpose is a challenging, tricky topic. I encourage you to just get started and improve with time. Get a mentor, join a group, invest in yourself. I have a course on how to grow on Instagram. I collaborate with my very good friend, Rachel Paul from College Nutritionist. It's called Beat the Algorithm, and it's going to show you the step-by-step way to create content that's really going to match with your ideal client. It's going to help you niche down. It's all about treating Instagram as a business and not a hobby. So I do suggest that you check that out. I'm also available for limited coaching clients. Uh, Send me a message, email me, connect with me on Instagram. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for chatting. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for joining today. If you too are interested in positioning yourself as an expert among your niche, building a lasting impact and possibly managing multiple streams of income, feel free to apply for one-on-one coaching. I help both exercise and nutrition professionals. You can apply on my Instagram link in my bio at Libby Rothschild or check out my website, LibbyRothschild.com or send me an email. Say hello. I'd love to meet you.